You're listening to the Seven Ball Breakfast Show with your host, Andy Clark, and his hangers on, Paul Ryan Alcock on 7 FM. It's a special announcement because he is back. It's Paulie Boy. Hey! Let's have a cheer for him. How are you doing? Hello! What have you been doing? Oh, it's good to be back. Oh, mate, I missed you. It was, uh, it, I, don't, I hate not being around. I know, I know. I, did have a good I didn't even capitalise on that much, did I? <laughs> well, on the first show we did a little bit. <laughs> I haven't had a chance to listen again yet. No. So as you know, I only got back... Five hours ago. That is unbelievable. What dedication. <laughs> I don't think anyone else would have done this, mate. Everyone's, everyone in my family is sort of like, you what? You're getting up? Hang on, it's two o'clock. We've only just got home. Yeah. I can't miss a show. So what are you going to do? Going to go back go to sleep? I have no idea. Probably best not, innit? Just well, keep I've going had, and having a night. I've had a chocolate biscuit now. That's it. Good man, good man. So was that in honour of me? The It was, yeah. <laughs> What's the It Ain't Half Hot Month? Yeah, the racist show <laughs> It Ain't Half Hot Month. For two reasons. Mainly because the boys are here, yeah. and we are here to entertain you. Okay. <laughs> but the other reason is because you look like one of the characters out of it. Do you think I've caught the sun a bit? Yeah. My nose is already peeling. I've only been back in the country four hours. Windsor Davis. Yes. Lovely boy. Lovely boy. <laughs> wait for it, wait for it. <laughs> <laughs> My dad used to do that with the with mouth the Yeah, he used to do that. <laughs> but yeah. Well, the other one was Michael Bates. You look a little bit like him as well. I do, yeah. <laughs> I know he was made up to look like he would come from our country. Did you know that that show would never be put broadcast on the BBC again? Really? Yeah. Because of that? I think so. Of racist because element. of it. Well, I mean, yeah, I, I don't think it was, I, I suppose maybe because of what, I suppose what it, it represented as opposed to the content of it, I think maybe, I don't know. I don't know, it wasn't really about, I mean, there was a political statement in there. No, I mean, there wasn't a political statement, it was just about some army blues. Well, it was, it was about the incompetence of the English, wasn't it, really? Well, that's yeah. what it was, yeah, wasn't yeah, it, really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway, yeah, I don't know if it was... I wouldn't have said it was racist. Yeah, a bit like Love Thy Neighbour, that was the same, wasn't it? Yeah, well, it didn't make me racist. No, not at all. Do you know, when I've... So I've been in Turkey, as you know. Ah, uh, yes. I've, I was mistaken for a Turk on at least two occasions. <laughs> uh, I was sta- mistaken... You got the face for it. Yeah, I know, I was mistaken for a Frenchman once. Oh, mon dieu. And on a number of occasions, whilst wandering around various markets in Bodrum, yeah. I was referred to as Ali Baba. Why? By Turkish people. You look like Alibaba. Who'd slap me on the back and go, hello, Alibaba. I didn't know if they were being horrible to me. Yeah. Some other bloke in the first week came out. I had my uh, Bristol half marathon t-shirt on. And he came in and went, hey, Bristol, hey, Bristol, you come here. You come in my shop. You come in my shop. You want to buy my lovely bag. How did you know your second name was Bristol? (laughs) (laughs) And uh, then he came up to me and he went, oh, you have have big chest. You have big, big chest. (laughs) And I went, yeah, yeah, it's all muscle. And laughed. He went, no, 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 no. And he started... Doing that? Oh, I'm you wobbling, meant you had man boobs. Wobbling my man boobs up and down. <laughs> and it was, I felt affronted. You gave him half an hour to stop it. I felt, yeah. I went, hang on, let me just take my t-shirt off. <laughs> no, that was really weird. Yeah, I would say. It's never bit... happened to me, apart from <laughs> eight or nine times. <laughs> but apart from that, it was very hot, so it was, it was between 37 and 40 degrees, oh. most days. Do you have aircon where you were? 
Uh, in the rooms, yeah. Yeah. You have to, don't you? That sort of thing. But I've put on. So I, I'm, I've turned into a Malteser. I'm now um, very brown and fat. Yeah. <laughs> right. Well, you're not fat. <laughs> what did FST mean in your text? FST. I'm now something in. I think you put brown and FST. Unless you, oh, that's a typo. A, oh, S is next to A. Yeah, I couldn't see. It's too bright and sunny. Yeah. Really good time. Really hot. Yeah. Uh, yeah, scorchingly hot. A lot of snorkeling. Right. Charted a boat one day. Did, did you? Some island hopping. A bit wow. of snorkeling. What sort of boat was it? Something with a sail on it. I don't know. What you you chartered it? Well, no, well, we had a you driver, had a, a, a sailor, a driver, and a cook. Look <laughs> at me. God, but that's cool, isn't it? It was quite cool. Yeah. Did you eat fish a lot? Uh, chicken on the boat. Oh wow! Yeah, because yeah, there's a lot of them. Around. Caught a couple over the edge. <laughs> Hauled them in. Caught another chicken. <laughs> well, they can't, they can't swim. You see, that's why they're easy to catch. Oh, of course, it is out in the Turkish. Yeah, I forgot that. So it's good. Yeah, so. I, Eaten so much food. It's good school. I don't want to see another shish kebab for a while. No. Oh, I love shish kebabs. They're nice. Which are they? They're the ones on the stick. Yeah. Well, you get all sorts. They had them cooking on a little metal pot oh. on top of a sort of candle burner and all sorts of stuff. Really. So all I've done is eat and drink beer. Did you go for a run while you were out there? I did I took the running stuff? Of course, well, that's the come back in the same bag. <laughs> yeah. It's the thought that counts, mate. No, I didn't do any runs. Yeah, so yeah, man. it's good. But I missed you guys. I uh, obviously glad I managed to phone in briefly. yeah that was quite interesting <laughs> that was good actually I must listen again now I'm back oh you not listen to that no because I didn't get I, I, we didn't have much Wi-Fi really really not really well, so, was then, the lack of it I suppose oh uh, the hotel Wi-Fi was a bit hopeless and then we moved hotel we had two hotels why actually. did you move hotel because the first our friends that we go with the family we go with wanted to go all inclusive for two weeks yeah now, I would have come back the size of a small house yeah. If I'd eaten all-inclusive. Yeah. So, without going into a massive detail board of it, so, obviously, breakfast was the usual yeah. massive room full of different foods and meats and cooked stuff and eggs and all sorts of stuff. Yeah. Mid-morning, the pastry shop opened. Ha-ha! Coffee, pastries and all that sort of stuff. Mid-morning snacks. Yeah, mid-morning matters, yeah. Then, obviously, the lunch buffet opened. You can go to about three or four different places for that and eat what you want. Yeah. Then, in the afternoon, the waffle store opened... So you get waffles, you get hot dogs, ice cream parlour opened in the afternoon, so you fill yourself full of that, and then you go to dinner. Oh. All the food and drink was free, so I couldn't have coped with two weeks of that. No. <sighs> so what did you do, go for the, just the one week of that? Go for the one week, then we moved to another hotel. Did you see and your friends uh, again? Yeah, yeah, no, they came with us. Oh, they, they moved Yeah, we stuck with them, yeah. Oh, cool. So, yeah, it was good. Any fighting? Oh, okay, well, I'll tell you off it. <laughs> oh, really? Difficult chap, the guy I go with. <coughs> he's not listening to the show, then? No, he's very old. They're still there, actually. They don't fly back to the Is he family. more difficult than me? He's a nightmare. He's very old school, very old-fashioned. He's always right about every single thing. He sounds uh, quite a nice guy. My children aren't allowed to use the word like, otherwise he goes mental about that. Well, he can, you can do what you like. No, he's not according to him. No, oh, mate, be. I'll tell you what, I would eat... Be, I, I have said, don't tell anybody, because I, I have said uh, I don't want to go with him next year. I don't know. I came really close. You know me, I don't really ever lose no, my No, just killing him. Really close. My son had said something, and he inserted an extra word like... Which, uh, you know, it's an Americanism and they picked it up, you know, whatever, like, whatever, yeah. so like this. Oh. And this chap who wrote name just went, oh, for God's sake. And then put an imaginary gun to his head and... Right, I just thought I'd have had him on three points there. I was... First of all, don't say God's sake in front of my children, please. It's forbidden in my family. That's the rules. Then second is do not make imaginary weapons and make, a, yeah. you know, a threatening thing with your Absolutely. fingers. And thirdly, smack in the face yeah. with a cricket bat. I was... I had to really bite my tongue. Really? Yeah. Because it had been going on all week. 
Oh, mate, I wish point, I'd come with you. I thought one more word. Oh, I'd have been your defender. I'm not having this. I'd have been protecting you with my big arm. <sighs> I nearly phoned you. Did you? <laughs> <laughs> mate, I need somebody to talk <laughs> to. speak to him? Yeah. yeah. Well, I did have a good time apart from that. Yeah. Although the other thing I didn't love about Turkey, if there was an Olympic gold medal for smoking... Oh, I can't stand that. They'd win it. Uh, no. Restaurants... <laughs> Nah. You'd be sat there, lovely, the, right nah. on the beach, these restaurants, gorgeous restaurants, sunsetting yeah. over the mountains, absolutely that. perfect. Smoke city going on around I thought me. they're not, they're, are they in Europe, Turkey or not? not? No, not yet. Not yet. They're trying to be. Are they? Yeah. But yeah, awful lot of smoking. No, I can't cope with that. I'm not only smoking. But yeah, lovely weather, lovely scenery, nice water. Brilliant. A bit snorkeling. Yeah, I can't and uh, yeah, I have caught the sun. You have. You look like um, uh, no white bits either as well. It's uh, a special what? holiday. Yeah, what you naked? <laughs> no. So did George find any friends out there? Well, the family we go with have two uh, children. All so oh, right, what they, are they like? Yeah, they're yeah, fine. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Slightly, beaten. slightly beaten. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> scared to get it wrong. Ah, you don't want me to keep love. I've already gone over ten minutes ranting and raving. Yeah, it's great. It's great. It's good so to hear. So, so we met them when feel much better. Janine was pregnant with Isabel, so their their boy is the same age. Oh, right. Okay. Uh, nice lad. But uh, yeah, they I get do, on well. Yeah, they get on well. I do feel sorry for him. His dad's degree is in astrology. Boring astrology. Don't say astrology. I got in trouble saying that. It's not astronomy. Oh, see, I would have picked. Up, I would have just said, "Of course, your degree in astrology." <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I, I, honestly, I'd have, I'd have had his, I'd have had his blood vessel <laughs> bursting in his eye. And there was a really big moon, and poor old Oliver ah, said, there was actually, yeah." Poor old Oliver said, um, no, "I ain't to make seventy percent of that today." That was it. Of course, he's dad. You can't actually see seventy percent because you're only seeing half of the moon to start with. So how can you be seeing seven? <laughs> I'd have just went, "Shut up, <laughs> shut up." Oh, it sounds like I had a rotten time, didn't it? Not really. I'm great. This makes me feel even much better because I've had a great time the last two weeks. Yeah, you did boil me up a bit. I, I did. Uh, I have missed you. So you, yeah, you've had some time off, haven't you? And yes. You've a deserved chill out. I know. Which it's been you needed. fantastic. Yeah, and uh, it's been really good. I've tidied the garage completely. I got I my saw, gym back. Saw the pictures. Got the gym back and running every other every other day. That's fantastic. I need to get back into that now. So, about. funnily enough, I've got a bit of a problem actually. Um, Don't can show you have me. A quick it. Look at this. Yeah. Can, Blimey, no, I've never seen one like that before. <laughs> not that small. Oh, put that. don't get it on the desk. So what's happening here? I've got a bit of chicken drumstick legs, haven't I, really? <laughs> they used to call me that. I've got like a bit of a bit of a swelling in there. What, I, and I've reduced me running a bit, so I'm oh. not going as fast. Is that all right? Or Under the you... knee. Well, it could be impact related. Should I just keep going through it? Mm, if it gets really, really painful. It's not painful. Oh, what? It's just swollen it's a bit? Can just, yeah, it's just swollen a bit. Like, when I do that, I can feel it compared to... No, Watch it, it's better. I wouldn't worry massively about it. I would listen to your body. Okay. So mine says buy some bigger trousers. Yeah, mine says drink more <laughs> beer. <laughs> um, yeah, listen to your body. If it's not, if you're not in an agony, then, you know. Yeah. But don't, yeah, don't take any chances. When we get to our age, we have to be careful with these things. We do. So uh, what I'm, what I'm, me, 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 what I'm doing is, uh, me, is, um... We well, talked about you for ten minutes. So. <laughs> <laughs> is, I've tied the garage out, so I got the gym up, got the gym back. So um, I'm, what I'm doing, whether this is right or wrong, is I'm doing. It's only on the machine, the running machine. It's until last week I was just doing every other day. Uh, it goes up to seven kilometres an hour, and then down to I think five for one minute and six, and back at the seven. Yeah, that's good. Is that three times in thirty minutes? That's good. Um, then I went to the next mode, which is like goes up to 11 kilometres an hour. Ooh. When I found that actually really sweaty when I was doing that. You know, you probably will. That's that's reasonable pace. Well, that's what my mate Dawn in Australia said. 11 kilometres an hour is a really good pace. So, And then it goes back down to 8, and okay. then back 9 for 2, 10 for 2, 11 for 2, back to 10, and then down to 8, and then, it, you know. So interval training is good, Nick. 
Yeah, but I find it good. Yeah, no, it's good. It's good for you that you're doing it, mate. <coughs> if you're into cleaning garages, eh, then I've got one that needs to Oh, mate, it honestly took us all day. It took us a whole day. I can believe that. And even Emily was brilliant. I mean, she came in and... Um, she the benches we we did the one bit the one day and then yeah. we left the benches to the next day and the benches were quite refreshed. I did laugh at your Facebook posting which said even the boy helped <laughs> he did he came out I can't remember what he did but I think he lifted the screwdriver off the floor did he come and stand with his hands on his hip and go you don't want to put that there yeah oh no I wouldn't have done that <laughs> so I did that and then we did the office as well so the office has been cleaned out good wow it's all it's going on bar. yeah oh um... I got us a couple of extra listeners okay but I had to uh, the English there wasn't a lot of English spoken in Turkey surprisingly no. little what language they speak Turkish. Okay. Uh, but I managed to write down that email address and the date. I had to do the Wednesday show because it was too complicated to explain about today. Oh, yeah. You wouldn't want to be doing that. So, hopefully we've got a couple of... Uh, they seem quite excited when they said, I did a radio show in England. Um, oh, yeah. It was the guy that uh, organised all the wall sports for us. They did tubing and this sort of stuff, you know, where they tow you behind a boat. and All the good stuff. I like that, that tubing. That's good. We, I got a ring go, actually, in the... Because you've never been out on my boat, have no. you? No. I keep threatening to do it. Uh, I was this speedboat. I loved. I went. In, I didn't do the rings. I went in the boat and took pictures. Oh, did you? Yeah. That's but quite that, good doing that. Yeah, it was great fun. But the boat's brilliant. They don't. I expect yours is the same. The turning circle is so small. Oh yeah. I could have just put my ha- hand out and without stretching, and my hand would have been in the water. Didn't it you was see really... that photo on Facebook of my boat on its side like that? Yes, it's I did. You said about it. Yeah. So that I mean, just forty miles an hour on water, mine does. Lining. It's quick. They're powerful things. Mm, that's the powerfulness of them. Should we play a song? Yeah, why not? Banging on a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we could either do a song from today, or we could do a song from 1988. What's the 88 one? Uh, we got three or four of them. We got a bit of Kylie, a bit of Tiffany, Bros. I know you like Bros. Uh, which Kylie? I, I haven't seen Well, there's only one Kylie, isn't there? Yeah. <laughs> oh, very good. with the teeth. He's quick. Yeah. You'll be quicker news. than me today after four hours. Only a little bit. So I'll tell you what, let's, let's start, before we do, let's do a bit of Tiffany, and I think we're alone. This was number one. Uh, in when was it number one? 13th of February 1988. That chart week, it was number one in that week. This is a bit of Tiffany. Can you remember what it's called? I think we're alone now. You've got it right. I think I probably told you that. That's probably why. Right. Yeah. Back after this on the Seven Ball Breakfast Show with Clarkers and Paulie Boy. Yay! Monkey Boy.
You're listening to Jules Holland on the Seven Ball Breakfast Show with Andy Clark. And yeah, Paulie yeah, boy. yeah, yeah, and Paulie Boy. Paulie Boy. Do you like the new music beds I got? Yeah, I thought they were different. This is called UD Instrumental. So there's that one, and then I got, let's put another one on. This is called Bang for Your Buck. I like this one. That sample is from Was Me. Is it? Wasn't me. You know that song? Oh, it could be, yeah. That's uh, probably not. But the distortion, they got like a distortion on the on the bass. That's jazz club. Nice. Yes. Smoking. <laughs> Can we say hello? Mr. The Meatmeister's up and listening. Mr. Meekers. He said it's good to hear me back on the wireless. Am I on the wireless? He could be talking right? about me, you never know. True. But he That's probably true. won't be. I thought he was. I, he was up early. I thought he was up early and travelling somewhere early. Did I read? He's he's in Cornwall. I think at the moment. Oh, in Cornwall. Ah, you've had a busy. He's had a busy couple of weeks. I think that's the busy busyness of it all. He is. So good. Good to know you're online and listening, Philip. Yes. What do you call him, Philip? Or anyone who's in trouble? Only Filipino. I call him. Uh, Filipino. <laughs> yeah, I call him that. Right. Moving call on. That. Moving on. <laughs> uh, when when you called your children their names. Not yeah. the nasty ones you call them, behind the <laughs> yeah. where, where, what, what made you choose um, Bernard and Falumsh? Isabel was my great-grandmother's name. Yeah. So that was easy. Uh, Janine wanted Isabel to be called Georgina. Okay. So George was the male version of that. <coughs> yeah. Simplest. Simplistico. Yeah. So apparently the most popular names nowadays are Amelia and Oliver. Hmm, funny enough, the boy you went on holiday is called Oliver. Oh, I think you say Amelia. Yeah. <laughs> boy, you're school. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's interesting. So Oliver has overtaken Harry to become the most popular boy's name for babies born in England and Wales in 2013. Amelia tops the girls' list for the third year running, beating Olivia and Emily. Oh. That's funny, because my niece's daughter is called Olive- Olivia. Huh. And uh, someone else I know has got a kid called Emily. Yeah. Um, can't Into second and third... Uh, into second and third. Figures from the Office for the National Statistics reveal that Oscar and George... There you go, got the whole set here. ...replaced Alfie and Riley in the top ten, while Poppy, that's our cat's name, <laughs> is a new entry at seven. More than 35,000 different girls' names are registered in 2013 compared to 27,000 for boys. Elsie surged higher than any other name in the top 100, rising 23 places to number 47, while Theodore... We know a Theo. And we do. Yeah. Um, ...jumped 19 places to become 78th most popular boy's name. The name Walter has become almost twice as popular in England and Wales since US series Breaking Bad began featuring lead character Walter White. Ah. Victoria, 88th. Darcy, 93rd. Darcy. And Beatrice, 95th. Were all new entries for 2013. Teddy was new to the boys' top 100, well, well. ranked number 86 alongside other newcomers, Ibrahim, 89th, <laughs> Ronnie, 90, Felix, 91st, Austin, 94th, and Albert at number 99. Albert. The ONS counts similar names with different spellings separately. Well, well. So there you go. Interesting names in there. I think we've got some popular names between us. Yeah. Notice Paul and Andy's not in there at all. No, they're Or Monkey Boy or um, Holly Boy. <laughs> Walter was always a really naff name when I was younger. Oh, you yeah. never Wally. be good Walter. Wally, wasn't it? I think because... You remember... The, what's that? Is it the Dandy or the Beano, the comic, with Dennis the Menace? Wasn't, oh, wasn't yeah. the really rubbishy, weak, weak as dish, dishwater character called Walter. I think it might have been. Walter the Softy or something like that. Yeah, I wonder if that's what they picked his name on Breaking Bad, because he's a hard man now. Mm. All chemistry teachers are like that. Is he? Oh yeah, I haven't watched this programme yet. Oh man, we're on Suits at the moment. 
and working your way through. Yeah, we're on Suits. We're on ep- we're on Series 4, Episode 3 of Suits. I'm, and of course I haven't seen any TV really for two weeks. You probably haven't. Apart from... Did you take a laptop with you or anything? Uh, I took the tablet, but the Wi-Fi was quite bad, so I couldn't get much news, so... No? It's fine, it's not a bad thing, is it? Sometimes it's quite nice to be at a technology's way, isn't it? It is indeed. <clears throat> Unless you need something urgently, like you want to read the news or an email. Yeah. But isn't it surprising how much you rely on it? Oh, you know? it's terrible now, isn't it? So we went out, we hired a minibus. We didn't have a car, we managed with taxis and stuff. Yeah. And stayed around. And we did hire a minibus to take the eight of us. And uh, the guy that I was with uh, always takes his sat-nav. Oh, yeah. Got to use his sat-nav, not like using anything else. This is the idiot bloke. Yeah, the idiot bloke. I, um... I've got a free nav app on my phone, and he was poo-pooing it and going, oh, well, I've got a real one here, we don't oh need that. God. Plugged it into the cigarette lighter, and Caught this bus didn't work. Brilliant. So I went, well, funny enough, I've oh, got this mate, on it. You, trouble is, you're not a nasty person like me, so you didn't. You probably didn't capitalise, although actually you are, aren't you? Yeah. No. So you probably, I, I would have capitalised more on his um, I didn't capitalise. big head. The best of it, it was, it made a couple of small errors. I don't think it was to do with the... Sat nav, it's just Turkish roads are all over the place. They don't worry about things like one way street. And he criticised it, and I said, "Well, yeah, but to be honest, the other Better way, look- yours. the other way, looking at it, if I hadn't brought it, we wouldn't be going anywhere, would we?" What did he say to that? Oh, I don't know. Scoffed. What was his name? In a scoffy way, Steve. Ah, uh, see, uh, anyone with a name Steve, you've got to be careful of him. Normally, when we go on holiday, we only have one week overlapping, which is fine, and cope for a week. Yeah, <laughs> I could have stopped. Don't I could stop. It must sound like I've had a really, really awful two weeks. No, haven't? not at all. Not at all. Just oh, we got an email in from Steve. <laughs> listening, to loving the show, <laughs> listening to Turkey. <laughs> Is he still there? How long has he been there for then? Uh, no, they just arrived a day after us and left a day after us because they live in Switzerland. They don't live in the UK. Oh, well, that explains it then. They are English, but oh, they live over there. If he's like that, it's probably he's, yeah. <laughs> let's take a quick ad break. Oh yeah, and uh, let's do a bit of magic. And afterwards, um, as long as you're not too rude with it, anyway. All right. Yep. See what I did there? Yeah. Very good. <laughs> Back after this on the Seven Ball Breakfast Show with Clarkers and Paulie Boy. You're listening to the Seven Ball Breakfast Show with your host, Andy Clark, and his hangers on, Paul Ryan Alcock, on 7FM. 7FM. Mark, thanks for talking with my husband. I hate how hard this is for him. Sam Jenkins from Stoke, thanks for putting change in the bucket this morning. And Tim. You're helping so many people. Ben, you've been a really brave boy while Mummy's not feeling well. Vicky, thank you for helping me find a way to tell my son I have cancer. No one should face cancer alone, but we just can't be there for everyone and urgently need you to support our nurses and other vital services. Please text 5 to 70550 and donate £5 today. So, what are we having done? So I'm thinking I want a layered fringe mm-hmm. with more volume around the back. Yep. And I really, really want a textured wave. Great. With uh, feathered ends, but yep. done as a wet cut. Shall then- we start with a grade one all over and just go from there? Okay. Lunchtime can't come soon enough, with a different deal every day on the freshly prepared McDonald's Deli Choices range. Today, enjoy the Cajun Crispy Chicken Wrap for just one ninety nine. <laughs> Rest of range from 299 to 369 from 10.30am. Subject to availability. Participating restaurants. To advertise on 7FM, email us at radio at 7FM.com. Music and news for South Gloucester. 7FM. Saturday morning, jumped out of bed. 
Put on my best suit Got in my car Race like a jet All the way to you Knocked on your door With heart in my head To ask you a question Cause I know that you're An old-fashioned man yeah. Can't have your daughter For the rest of my life Say yes, say yes Cause I need to know Say I'll never get your blessing till the day I die So love my friend But the answer is no, no Why you gotta be so rude? Don't you know I'm human too? Why you gotta be so rude? I'm gonna marry you anyway Marry that girl Marry you anyway It's the Seven Ball Breakfast Show with me and Paulie Boy. Yeah, hey, still good to be back. So you saw that thing about Robin Williams. That's tragic, isn't it? That Absolutely was. Tragic. That was one bit of news I did see. And he was, you know, he, he, he say it about lots of comedians, but he did touch many people's lives. I mean, he's been in 
doing stuff for ages. Yeah. Uh, and it was really, really sad. I think people seemed genuinely upset by it, but apparently he had Parkinson's when he died. Ah. Uh, Robin Williams was suffering from the early stages of Parkinson's disease at the time of his death. His wife has said, Susan Schneider said her husband had been sober but not yet ready to share publicly his struggles with Parkinson's. She added that he had also been suffering from anxiety and depression. The 63-year-old actor was found dead in an apparent suicide in his home on Monday. Police said he died of asphyxia due to hanging. His greatest legacy, besides his three children, is the joy and happiness he offered to others, particularly to those fighting personal battles, Ms. Schneider said in a statement, adding her husband's sobriety was intact. It is our hopes in the wake of Robin's tragic passing that others will find the strength to seek the care and support they need to treat whatever battles they are facing so they may feel less afraid. Aww. There you go. It's, uh, yeah, it's shot. But we were just saying... It's a fine balance, isn't it? I mean, he was a genius, but a lot of people that are that clever and funny seem to... Uh, it's a fine line, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, definitely. Definitely is. It's, um, it, yeah, it is. It's... I don't know. It's... You remember the first thing he was in, of course? Nanu Nanu. Yeah. Morgan Mindy. And the one thing I hadn't realised is that that was a spin-off from Happy Days with the Fonz. No. Yeah. How was it? Um, I think I only saw the clip it was in Turkish I think there was an episode of Happy Days where an alien comes in and it's him and as a spin-off they, they've got their own series really? I, 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 I would get on it but I only got a spinny thing here that's alright you got a spinny thing yeah a spinny thing but I will check it out but yeah apparently it was um, yeah it was a spin-off I didn't, let me see if I can find anything on that I, I don't see why that would have been incorrect I can't remember where I read it I think I read it I read it Go on, you get on it. I will, I will. But it was so, while you're doing that, I mean, there were so many great films. I let, we got, Jumanji was on recently on one of the catch-up channels and my children had never seen it. And, you know, he was in that, I think probably one of my favourites he was in, Good Morning Vietnam. There oh, you go. And he was brilliant. Is so let's him? have a listen to this. I don't know how this is going to, whether this is going to work or not. Cunningham residence. No, Richie ain't here right now. Well, because he and his family went off on a little vacation joint, you know. Hey, you sound very adorable. What's your name? Mary. How are you? Arthur Fonzarelli here. House sitter. <laughs> you never heard of me? <laughs> what, are you new in town? You're just back from lunch. Yes, Mary, I will tell Richie that you called. Right, come on, yes. I want to find the, the bed. Bye-bye, Mary. There's a knock at the door there. I so want to he... tell you, he's no some uninformed human beings. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Who's going wee, wee, wee? There's the egg. There's the egg. I'm saying, who's going wee, wee, wee? Wee, wee, wee. Hey, Ralph, if you're out there and this is a bad joke, I'll give you 30 seconds to find out how much I don't enjoy wee, wee, wee. Huh? <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Greetings, <laughs> Fonzie. Remember me, Mark from Ark? You once called me the nutso from outer space. I think I must be dreaming of something like that, you know? I mean, uh, of course I'm dreaming. That's why Mary never heard of me. <laughs> Sorry, real thing. I had to zap your mind to make you forget. Didn't want you to go, Bozo City. <laughs> I think I want to wake up now. So we got a year for this yeah. then? Uh, Doesn't <clears throat> give me pleasure. Uh, rest in peace, Fonzie. Don't be he ain't dead, is he? No, uh, he, 
Henry Winkler. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he was in Gloucester not so long back. Was he? He was in set. He was at. Um, he was at Coneyhill uh, not so long back. The Fonz was the at Fonds. Coneyhill in Gloucester. Yeah, put that on your phone. I can't. I've got a spinny thing. Use mine. Oh, you, what you what was he? What was he doing in Gloucester? <clears throat> <clears throat> I'm not sure exactly what he was doing, but um, yeah, he was definitely. I'm sure he was definitely in Gloucester. Henry Winkler was in Gloucester. Well, I am well, pretty well, pretty well. sure. I will search for that in one second. Okay. So there you go. So he obviously appeared. Yeah. So that there, that was a spin-off then. Yeah. Looks Look, like looks it. Looks like it was right. Yeah, looks like it was. This is both informative and educational. It, is. it, is. it where, is. Where is our man this week then? Just as a she's on holiday, I think this week. Is so she? she couldn't come in last week because she had to go to the YouTube convention. The what? Oh, her little one. Um, is there, there's a whole following of YouTubers, isn't there? People who've made themselves famous from YouTube. Really? And they're like celebs in the eyes of children. And she went to. Well, she, she, her daughter went. They go to is it Alexandra Palace or Crystal Palace? Alexandra Palace. I, if you'd have been, if you'd have told me this off air, I'd have thought you were just winding me up. No, no, no. It's as true as I'm riding this horse. <laughs> um, and she went there. It's a donkey. And she she actually was on the. Didn't you see her Facebook post? Well, I'm quite up to social media much. So she was on the tube. With, oh, yeah, with Damien Lewis. Yeah, who was he? He's out of. Um, he was out of Homeland. Okay, another series I don't watch. Okay. Oh, was that the one about her bum was in his face? Yes. Yeah. And she kissed it. <laughs> <laughs> Damien, 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 kiss Damien. this. <laughs> <laughs> well, well. So there you go. It's all happening, isn't it? What's I going to look for? Uh, Henry Winkler being dead. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, we're back to. You're listening to Steve Wright in the afternoon here on Seven FM. Have I just broken copyright by doing that? Come to sing along. I I, th- I thought he was... Well, he, he, he can't be dead if he was in Gloucester. Unless they made a posthumous visit for him. It just seems weird. I mean, I, he's, has he been on the TV much since then? I mean, he was the... he was the When we were at school, probably, he was the cool dude, wasn't he? And what... It, what I know it's silly, but it, it was his catchphrase, hey, and you put your thumb up. Hey. So everyone used to do that at school. You'd see him in the morning. There right, Colin? Yeah. There you go. There and you go. So I was not wrong. Is that him? So, yeah, there he is. The Fonz actor Henry Winkler visits Treadworth Junior School to help raise awareness of the needs. Oh, and an advert: the needs of Guardians of the Galaxy. What <laughs> needs what of a children earth? with learning disabilities? How on earth does the Fonz get involved it, in that? Him, isn't it? Well, he look. It is him. Yeah, he looks older, but he but he is older. How on earth did he get to be there? I don't know. Says. Henry's own books about a boy with dyslexia, and the actor spoke to the children about his own struggle with learning difficulty. Oh, my word. Oh. That is so surreal. Yes. Well, well. Well, we had an email. No. Is it from the Fonz? We could have got him in. So, I had an email this morning from Glyn2000. Oh, that's my brother. Is it? Hey, don't give the rest of his email address. Why is he call- oh, he's calling you Ali. Andy and Ali. Ali. <laughs> Good to hear... Did I say... Did I say the whole address? No. No, no, no. Good to hear you back on the show this morning. Enjoy your post-Independence Day long weekend here in Mumbai. And yes, it ain't half hot, man. <laughs> oh, yeah, of course. He's in the right place. <laughs> so he's calling you Ali. Yeah. Ali Baba. Do you know if that's an insult, Glenn, to be called Ali Baba by a Turkish person? They're very friendly. A lot of hugging. Including one insisting on hugging my daughter to try and get her to buy a T-shirt. Uh, and the look that. of recoil on her face. Yeah, look. He was going, come here, come here, and his arms out. And she does it every time I do that as well. See, I could see the panic. 
<laughs> I'm not even allowed to hug her. Let alone no, smelling turkeys, man. What are you going to say? That's uh, that sort of age. They don't even like you, do they? Yeah. So, Glyn, what you need to do, actually, is to really phone our mum, and when she answers the phone, say, it ain't half hot, mum. I think she'd get that. No. We did. I did do once with my dad when we moved the piano up the hill, and we were getting in... Uh, I'll say up the hill, up our drive to get it into the house right now, and it was on my foot. <laughs> and I did actually say, Dad... Do you know the piano's on my foot? And of course, quick as lightning, he said no, so I knew how I'll play it. Yeah. <laughs> Fantastico. Fantastico. Time for another ad break, uh, and then another song, and this time we're going to play a bit of Bros, When Will I Be Famous? Of course, that was one of the, the loveliest bands that you liked, wasn't it? It's the answer, never. Never, <laughs> indeed. They were famous, though, weren't they? Well, for a bit. They did it. They were for a little bit. We'll be back after this. It's 8.41... On the 16th of August, it's a Saturday. This is Clarkers and Paulie Boy. You're listening to the Seven Ball Breakfast Show with your host, Andy Clark, and his hangers on, Paul Ryan Alcock, on 7FM. 7FM. Simon. Isla. Simon. Isla. Simon. Isla, how are we supposed to have a romantic evening when your music video keeps buffering? Our relationship deserves better. It deserves BT Infinity. Another cheese ball? The BT Broadband Sale is now on. And with fibre optic BT Infinity at £7.50 a month for the first six months, why wait? £15 monthly from month seven plus BT line £15.99 a month. Limited coverage. Offer ends 13th March. New customers, 18-month term, 20 gigabits usage, payable by direct debit, six ninety five delivery, £30 activation, terms apply. Join me, Brett Costello, each and every week for the Urban Meltdown, giving you upfront and independent R&B, soul and urban tunes. You're ahead of the game. <laughs> Catch the Urban Meltdown Saturday nights on 7FM. Keep yourself upfront and in front with everything urban. Advertise on 7FM. Email us at radio at 7FM.com.
Bit of Bross there. That's for my mate Timo York in London. This was from 1988. It was number... Hang on, I'll tell you. Must have been one, surely. No, it wasn't. Did it never make it to number one? 1988. It may have done. 13th of February, it was... Um, you know, I can't find it on here now. I'll have a look, because that, that was the one that launched them to superstardom, wasn't it? I think it was. Oh, so it was number three on the week of the 13th of February on the uh, top uh, top 40, as it was. So, yeah, Timo's got in contact with us this morning, and uh, he made he made a, a comment around his own name, actually. He said uh, he got in contact with us by texting 0773-629-772, and he said... Clarkers, can you tell me where Timo comes in the list of names? Around 50, if I'm guessing. Wow, mate. No, it's 12,192. <laughs> uh, it, did you know where the name comes from, though? It's uh, And the origin, origin. It says here, Timo, as a boy's name, has the meaning God's honour. Oh, blimey. Wow. And is a variant of Timothy, Greek, biblical. Timothy was an energetic, well-trained young Christian who was a companion of St. Paul, who wrote to him, Let no man look down on your youth. Timo has two variant forms. Timo, spelt with two M's. It says here Timmy as well. Timo is also pronounced similarly similarly to Tomio. No, it's not. Other suggested similar names known as Kimo, Tam, Tieno, Timon, Tino, (laughs) Tito, Tom, Tito, (laughs) Tito, sorry. Uh, the popularity of Timo is not a popular first name for males and an equally uncommon surname or last name for all people. Isn't, is there someone fam- famous called Timo? Is there a musician? Well, him. I mean, he's Apart famous. He's got a cool name. London. Sounds like he should be a pop star if he's I, not already. Definitely. I think he Timo. is almost a pop star. That's pretty good. I'm sure there's a famous Timo. Is there a... oh, someone else for me to join? Oh, you're thinking of the mobile network. T-Mobile. Oh, yeah. Oh, very good. Yeah, very that. good. That's because you had nine um, hours <coughs> sleep today. I've had nine hours sleep in two weeks off. The bro- another week. The Bross song, apparently, just to let you know, uh, made its number two. When it was first released, it got to number 62, and then it was reissued, it got to number two. I uh, reached number one in Ireland. There you go. That's to be sure, song. to be sure. Yeah. Well, there you go. So, so you, you're learning it all on 7 FM yeah. this morning. Uh, I'm going to see if I know there's someone famous called Timo. Okay. Well, there's him. If you Google it... Timo, it will come up with some just suggestions, won't it? Oh, it has done. What's T- he said? Timo Glock. Who's that? Timo Mars and Timo Werner. Timo York? No. Uh-huh. Do you reckon he'll come up if I Google him? You, m- you might do. Have a look. Oh, I've just done it. Timo York. Oh, he might be on LinkedIn. Oh, uh, is he the CTO of Weave? Is that what it says? W E V E. Is that what it is? <laughs> is that the same one? Is that what it says? Third one down. Is he pretending he's the chief technical? Is that chief technical officer or something? <laughs> yeah. Is that him? Pod- <laughs> I think I remember this. Is there a podcast of him? So he is quite famous then. Well, he's even more famous now. So let me just have a look at this. Oh, it's how long he's taking. <laughs> Mobile. Be careful. That's him. Is that him? Yeah, he's got his grimace on. Oh, he didn't. He didn't look like a Timo. Mobile reporter Matthew Campbell meets Timo York, chief technical officer at Weave, as go. the M-Commerce company announces its new partnership with Mastercard to provide contactless mobile payments. Timo, we know it. Well, I know what you look like now. So he's also now the CEO of um, of v- uh, Vodafone, aren't they? That's a slightly creepy <laughs> smile. That is a creepy. He doesn't I look mean, like I, that at I all. I've never met him. He looks slightly. 
It's, he's got that I've nicked your lunchbox look yeah, and I'm not going to give it you back. I know something you don't. He was always doing that. I'm he's sure he's very nice. Always doing that. Always <laughs> doing that. Hiding his staple <clears> in <throat> je- jelly. Yes, stuff. indeed. Yeah. Indeed. <laughs> <laughs> so we've probably dedicated more airtime to Timo York than anyone else ever. Cool. I still think he sounds like a pop star to he me. He does. He is a pop star. Perhaps he should become one. Ah, right. So what else is going on today? Let's have a... What else is going on in the news? Absolutely uh, so nothing. are you a fan of Dirk Nabby? No. Okay. Well, that's... that's <laughs> so the wrong... I shouldn't ask open-ended questions, should I? Uh, not closed question, sorry. So... That's right. I can't ask a question. You're going to say no. Do you like What Dirk do you Nubby? think of Downton Abbey? Yeah. I don't know. I never watched it. Okay. There you <laughs> is go. that better? <laughs> yeah. Thank you. So apparently, and I've seen this photo, this is fantastic, a plastic bottle appears in a promotional photo. Producers of Downton Abbey have been left red-faced after a modern plastic bottle appeared in a promotional photo for the costume drama. Perched on a mantelpiece behind Hugh Bonneville and Laurie Carmichael, this bottle was spotted by an eagle-eyed fan. Well, they haven't got to be that eagle-eyed, really. <laughs> when the image was posted on Instagram. Plastic bottles were not in wide use in the UK <laughs> until the 1960s. 36 years after the new series of Dayton takes place, the image was later removed from Instagram and the ITV press site, but the one fan offered a potential get-out clause for the makers of the period show. Obviously, the Crawley family invented the water bottle, and that's how they were able to support the estate, tweeted Diana Pearl. Downton Abbey employs its own expert, Alistair Bruce, who's in charge of historical accuracy and etiquette. But this is not the series' first historical blooper. With previous episodes featuring television aerials, (laughs) double yellow lines, and even a modern (laughs) conservatory... Is it Downton Abbey sponsored by Everest? Or it, it is, exactly. Uh, viewers have also complained about ana- uh, anachronistic, anachronistic yeah, language, I've including 1960s phrases such as <laughs> get, get stuffed. stuffed or get knotted appearing in the strips. Get knotted forsooth, whereby the in, take me away. Take me, take me <laughs> away. <laughs> Up to the pub uh, called the... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Steady. Uh, yeah, so that, I thought that was quite funny when I read that. Brilliant. That made me laugh. That brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. So we've got some other news items coming up later. Um, Jonathan Ross, we're going to talk about very, very quickly Old later. Was, Jonathan Ross. And the smartphone. Oh. It celebrates its 20 years. No way. Oh my gosh, yes. Well, I IBM. never... I know. Oh, we got we got uh, Baz and Tell coming up today. we got Baz and Tell coming up at 10 minutes past 9. And I, I miss them. They, yeah. Well, did you hear what they said... Um, in fact, let me just play... Uh, no, I won't play it, actually. You have a listen on this in the end. I haven't heard it yet, of course. So he says, uh, oh, monkey boy. Well, no, mate, monkey boy's not there, is he? Aren't they? Where, where's he gone? Where's he gone? <laughs> well, I don't know. He's, well, he's, probably, he's probably smuggling his budgie or something. <laughs> budgie smugglers on. Is that what they call him? That's, uh, Did you that's have your speedos? I uh, know I've got some shorts. You never wore speedos? No. That's quite lucky, isn't it? Because uh, I'm just going to drop the mic quickly. <laughs> Stop the mic there quickly. Just I hope you it. did. Yeah, exactly. For all of our sake. Exactly. Oh, dear. All right, seven minutes till nine o'clock in the news. Um, I think I, I just want to play another song. I'm oh, like, oh, I'm are like, we back to backing today? Well, we are. We're going to back to back with a bit of Belinda Carlisle. Woohoo! Circle it in the fan. And I think we're alone now. No, that was not Belinda Carlisle. Really? She sang it, but she was not. That was not her that sang it. Well, it was, if you know what I mean. It was in the band she was in. Oh. And that was, the band was called the, wasn't the Babies, was it? It was called something. I'll get on that. Yeah, get on it now, Paulie boy. Right. Studio at 7fm.com if you do want to get in contact. But to be honest, I wouldn't bother. Or you could do what Timo York did, which was to text us on 0773 
629772. The, the trouble is, if people do that, we'll look them up online and then laugh about what they look like. Well, we, I'm not laughing at what he looks like. Right. But that photo, he, that photo is not brilliant. Just, uh, yeah, I'm just worried. Uh, Belinda Carlisle. So she was in a band. Yes, she was in a band. Well, she has an age very well, isn't she? Uh, so look, look what she looks like now. I always used to... Ah, she's all right. She all, looks all right there. Yeah, I know. She was... Yeah. Uh, <laughs> leave a light on. La Luna, heaven is a place on earth. What am I looking for? Wiki, wiki. Wiki, wiki, wiki. Uh, oh, it's going to take me too long. We've got no... Uh, I've noticed there's no... The Go-Go's. The Go-Go's, that was it. And, it, of course, it was also covered by... Um, wasn't it the specials, or was it Bananarama? I oh. think we're alone now. I'm it was uh, the specials, I'm pretty sure. Oh, no, I've pressed the wrong button. I mean, you might be right. Well, I'll get on that as well. We'll come back on that one. What are you doing? You trying to beat me to it? No. What are you doing? Texting someone? Yeah. <laughs> Texting Timo. <laughs> I think we... We are... No, I think we are... We are alone now. There we go. So you reckon someone else did it? I'm sure it was the specials. I'll tell you what, I thought I should be on a referral rate for Wiki. Uh, it was written by Richard Cordell. It was initially a 67 hit for the American recording artist Tommy James and the Shondells. Reached number four. It, oh, Tiffany is the one you're thinking of. Oh, we just played it. <laughs> well, I think we're alone now. I think you just played it. No, we didn't, did we? I think we played I think we're alone now. Just no. Now. We did. No, we played Bross. No, we played Tiffany. I think we're alone now as well. Oh, if well, I said I'm tired, and Girls Aloud did it in 2006. Oh, really? I, oh, we didn't, did we? Yeah, we did. Oh, I need to lie down. You How do. long till I can have some coffee? Uh, well, probably four or four and a half minutes. Okay. It's time that we can play another song now. Um, this one is Nico and Vince. I am wrong, or am I wrong? Even, and I'm pretty sure it's number one at the moment. Yeah, so it better go. be good, but of course, it doesn't, just because it's number one doesn't mean it's going to be any good, does it really? Is that your legs? Yeah. You want to get them logs changed. I mean, legs changed. <laughs> this is a bit of Nico. Am I wrong? We'll be back after this on the Seven Ball Breakfast Show, after we've had a coffee. We're going to play a bit of Belinda Carlisle, then we're going to do Baz and Tell. So, see you after the news. Yo. Bye. <laughs>
You're listening to the Seven Ball Breakfast Show with your host, Andy Clark, and his hangers on, Paul Ryan Alcock, on 7FM. 7FM. Circle in the sun. Circle in the sun. Circle in the sun. 
7FM Radio. Indeed, it is 7FM Radio. Hey, you know that heaven? Place, yes. Right? It's on Earth. I know. Did you know that? Well, it's here with me and you. <laughs> You're with one. So I just nip- nipped out to have a look at some idiot who's driven their car through the church um, fence. I know. That I just, you just showed me the photo. What is going on? It's ridiculous. What, do you think it's youths? Got to be youths, isn't it? Because, well, either youths or somebody's bit lashed up, I expect, maybe. I don't know. But, I mean, it's not It's not the sort of place where you could crash quite easily, is it? No. Not not really. Ah. So, is Father Andrew, was he on the phone? That was him. The old Vic. Effing him blinding and cursing and... Swearing. No, he doesn't do that. He's a vicar. Chucking satanic water over the car, whatever he does. He does that. He does that on a Saturday. <laughs> so, it's time now for us to play a bit of Baz and Tell. Ooh, ooh. Um, and now Tell... Sorry, Baz. No, is it Baz or Tell? Ow. Is Baz? No, he's tell. <laughs> he's not very well. I think Isn't he's he? suffering a little bit, suffering from a hangover. Oh dear. So we're going to play this, but we've got to be quiet when we play it. What was their word? Their word this week was habit. Habit. Yes. Okay. Here it is on Seven FM. Seven <laughs> You're a little bit worse for wear today, Tal. I am, mate. I'm a little bit worse for wear. Because we went out, didn't we? We did go out. Well, I popped out. You went out large. Well, we did go large. Yeah. We went We went massive large. You should have come, though. All right, yeah. It was good. Yeah. But there's many stories that we can't tell the listeners about. No. Because it would be wrong. It would be wrong. Yeah. Yeah, it would be wrong. We've got a word today, and we've got a word that got given to us by um, somebody we know, so from H2. 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 Hope you're feeling better, H2. Yeah. H2, hanging there, mate. We're all thinking about you. Yeah. Um, and the word this week is habit. 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 Yeah. That's quite a good word, actually. It is a good word. Because it, it means, because sort of, you've got habits like what nuns wear. Why do, why do they call that a habit? Is that a habit? Yeah. It, what, the black thing? Well, it can be brown, can't it? Or whatever. So Blue. what's a monk wear, then? That's not a habit, is it? <laughs> <laughs> what does he wear? Let's not go down that road. What does a monk wear? <laughs> See, where, what's that big brown thing he wears? <laughs> it, it is, isn't it? Yeah, something like that. With is a, that a habit as well? He, with, a, with a bit of rope as a belt. Yeah. yeah, well, it depends what sort of monk it is, doesn't it? That's all. If somebody said monk to me, right, <laughs> yeah. that's what I think of. A bloke. Why do people say you got the monk? Oh, he's got the monk. Was it? Yeah, when they sort of like someone's got the little bit of strop, so they say, oh, he's got, he's got the monk, yes. I've never heard that. Haven't you? What, he's, not he's got the ump? No, monk. He's got mm-hmm. the monk. I've never heard that. Oh, is maybe it it's an Essex thing. Is it monk? Is it monk? M U N K or M? No, because that'd be oh. monk, not it- monk. You just said the same word then. <laughs> you just said that would be monk, not monk. No, it's not. It would be that would be monk, not monk. Monk. Do you reckon? Yeah. I, I have a look know. at a monk's habit on the on, on the dictionary. I might have on, a look actually. See what they look like. But the other thing that you can talk about with habit yeah. is like if you've got a habit, 
like, I don't know. Scratching your head all the Scratching time. Scratching your head. Picking your nose. Or doing this. Everyone picks their nose. Right. Everyone scratches their head. Oh, yeah, you're right. wink he's winking at me. Yeah. He's kind of a... There's a monk with a habit on. Yeah. Is it a habit? Yeah. Images for monk's habit. Yeah. It is. Yeah. Yeah, that's a classic. Monk... That's a scary one, that monk. <laughs> Let's have a look at what it means, though. Habit consists of a tunic... <laughs> ..that's been folded by... Uh, well, you know, yeah, it's all right. I mean, basically, it's probably all they had, wasn't it? A religious it? habit is a distinctive set of garments worn by members of the religious order. Mm. Traditionally, some plain garb, recognisable as a religious habit, has also been folded by those leading the religious... Uh, I can't even read that. Yeah, well, we, so know, it's a bit, we know it's a bit of clobber, don't it's we? A bit, it's a bit of clobber that looks a bit boring, but in some ways a little bit scary. Yeah, but they don't have to think about what they're going to put so on for the day. So what other sort day. of habits are there? Yeah, there's habit. What's that mean? Habit definition. Yeah. Okay, so the definition of habit is an addictive practice, especially one of taking drugs. Oh. For example, a cocaine habit. Oh, my or God. Or smoking's a habit, isn't it? So they've actually put in there about taking yeah. drugs. Or, in psychology, an automatic reaction to a specific situation. Yeah, all right. Yeah. Or... Oh. Mass noun. General shape or mode of growth, especially of a plant or a mineral. Really? For example, a shrub of spreading habit. That's what happens to my bottom when I eat too many cakes. Uh, no. That's got a spreading habit. Yeah, that's... But also, right, habit. If you make something a habit, it can be a good thing, can't it? Like, I don't know, um, doing some exercise. If you make it a habit... Yeah, it's good. That's a good thing. That's a good thing. thing. It's not, it doesn't yeah. have to necessarily be about taking crack cocaine or whatever it is they wrote in there. Yeah. So, um, all right, that's good then. Yeah. So what else do you want to talk about in habits then? Well, what sort of habits you got then? Um, habit. You do have a little bit of OCD. That's yeah, not well, habit though, is it? No, that's... Well, we've both got a little bit of OCD, yeah, haven't we? Yeah, I have a habit. What? I have a habit. What? I, my habit is this, right? When I get into work in the morning, I have to have a cup of tea before I do... Well, I, I boot my OCD, computer up and it? I have to go and have a cup of tea. My habit is tea in the morning. Yeah, I, you see... Like proper tea. Yeah, I don't have that habit. I like a cup of tea in the morning, but I do sometimes not have one. Oh, I couldn't do that. I have to have three. I've, I, before you get into the office, I've had three cups of tea, mate. That's a bit mental, isn't it? Is it? Yeah, that's OCD, mental I habit. I love it. No, but I need... I think it's a little bit of an addiction to tea because if I don't, it sets my day up wrong. You used to do coffee in the morning. I used to do coffee in the morning. Coffee, my afternoon drink now. That's my habit for the afternoon. Why is... What, see, I would have thought, right, that you'd have coffee in the morning because you've got more of a hit of the old caffeine. Cup of tea in the, in the afternoon because it's a bit less. So it'll bring no. you down a bit. You do it around the wrong way. I do, yeah. When do you stop drinking tea or coffee? Oh, night? yeah, I, well... Oh, no, I won't. I might have one when I get home, cup of tea. But then I wouldn't have another one. Really? Because I have to stay awake too long. Oh, you see, that don't affect me. I have, I have mm. cups of tea. Mm. I have cups of tea. In fact, there's a habit, right? Because I will, at home, I can't, this is weird, I can't go to sleep unless I've had a cup of tea. Oh, that's a habit. Yeah, so I have to have a cup of tea before I go biblis. Mm. Yeah, that's weird, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. That might just be a mental, th you, know, you know, up here thing, not down there thing. Do you reckon? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't got a habit anywhere else? No, not that I know of. Not that we can talk about that Clarky won't get upset about. Yeah, because it's Saturday he morning. He tells us off. He tells us off. He tells us off for being a little Always bit too rude. We don't, we're not rude. We could have got a bit rude when we were talking about their monks and what do the monks wear. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah, you could, didn't you? <laughs> when you look at them pictures, you could hide quite a lot under your habit. Couldn't you just? Yeah. Anyway, um, we've got to finish now, mate. Oh, have we? Yeah. Oh, all right, then. Yeah, so, you can are, do we a g- link. are we going to do a segue? We're going to do a segue mm-hmm. into our song. Right. Clarky, listen, mate. The one, the, the tune we want you to play today is a 1983 classic Grand Master of the Flash Variety singing White Lines, Don't Don't Do It, Crank It, Large It, Bang It On, Sam Mayer. Fun, baby. Almost overnight 
Twice as sweet as sugar, twice as bitter as salt. And if you get hooked, baby, it's nobody else's fault, so don't do it. God, didn't you like that song? Wasn't that great? Do you think it was? Yeah, it's good. It's cool. That t- took me back a bit. So that was from, what's up, what year was that from? Well, I will get to that in a minute, but I have a couple of, um, I got... Seven FM. <laughs> that was the most cool way you just went, oh. <laughs> just tells you under and I just stopped, stopped talking. <laughs> so yeah. firstly, yeah. I got a bit of complaint yeah. to Baz, or yeah. is it Tell? Which one? The bloke. That's tell. Ow. Tell. Tell Al. Right. If I turned up drunk and hung over for work, I yeah. wouldn't be employed. No. What, what the hell? What the hell is he playing at? Well, he works for Ellen as well. I, and she lets, <coughs> she lets him yeah, do Yeah, it's a sham, isn't it? It's a shambles. However... It's a joke. Hell sounds fine. She's yeah. obviously didn't overdo it. Like, Foxy chick. I, she, I like the way she needs to laugh more. She, you like her laugh? Some of the better laugh. Yeah. yeah. She, she, she said you were quite fit. Well... <laughs> yeah, 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 but I got quite offended when she said that. Well, I don't don't worry about it, mate. Oh, well, was it fit or fat? No, it was fit. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely it's fit. It's the I next to the A on the keyboard, especially after E. Or was that A equals yeah. I over U? And I don't. I personally, having seen a couple of pictures, she's quite fit too. Actually. For a girl, yeah. Yeah, I'm a bit concerned about the spreading bottom. Well, there is that. I mean, I didn't want to say it to her with cakes, yeah, not to her face. I think I'd probably let her off that. Yeah, definitely. And I was going to tell you something else. Go on then, just to correct them. So I, as they were talking about this, I think I thought, hang on, I think tea's got more caffeine, yeah. and uh, yeah, no, as in general, dark roast coffee has a very slightly less caffeine than lighter roast because the roasting process reduces a small amount of the bean's caffeine content. Uh-huh. Tea contains more caffeine than coffee by dry weight. Uh, uh, oh, still here. A typical serving, however, contains much less since tea is normally brewed much weaker. I did not know that. There you go. This is like an informative yet fun. I know. Sort of Media outlet, isn't it? To be fair, my own defence, I've done pretty well on four hours sleep night. I think you've done fantastically well. (laughs) To keep going. What was the other question you asked me? Uh, If a bird is flying at 400 miles an hour towards the south... Yeah. If a badger lays an egg in the moon... Right. Who was the driver of the car that's just crashed into the church? Hang on, let me just uh, type that in. I don't know, what is it? I'm trying to do typing effects on the... Don't bother. Okay. (laughs) Okay, the answer is Wednesday, four o'clock, uh, Brian. Oh, see, how did you know that? And, well, Wiki told me. Ah, oh, right, fair enough. What else did you ask me to look some of that up? Uh, I'd forgotten. All right. So, I think what we should do uh, is you should read that news item about the, the um, that phone the, the, thing. The smartphone. The smartphone. What, about it being 20 years old? Well, I think you should. That's amazing. The it's world's... Amaze balls. Yeah. Do you want me to read it or not? <clears throat> yeah, okay. Don't keep interrupting him. Okay. <laughs> I won't. <laughs> but I might a little bit, I don't All know. Right. The world's first smartphone celebrates 20 years. Never judge your phone by its cover. You're not a control freak. <laughs> not at the all. chunky black box Ooh. was, in fact, the world's first smartphone. The that IBM was, Simon. Sorry. <laughs> oh, 
your catty. I get up, I come in here, not hungover. I know, I am horrible to you. The IBM Simon went on sale to the public on the 16th of August 1994 and combined mobile phone technology with a wide range of computing features to mark the 20th anniversary London Science Museum is putting on display in its new information age gallery. The Simon wasn't called a smartphone back then, says curator Charlotte Connolly, but it had a lot of the features we see today. It had a calendar, it could take notes and send emails and messages, and combined all of this with a cell phone. Weighing in, get this, at 500 grams, which is 1.1 pounds. Cool. The Simon was not exactly pocket-sized, however, Mrs. Connolly insisted the design was ahead of its time. It looks like a grey block, but it's not as big as you'd imagine, she said. It had a stylus and a green LCD screen, which is similar in size to the iPhone 4. In fact, it's not a bad-looking thing. IBM's pioneering product was also the first mobile phone to feature software apps and could be linked to, to a fax machine. It was only available to customers in the United States operating within a 15-state network and sold around 50,000 models. Yeah. Nokia followed up with one as well, didn't they? And it was called the Nokia... Icebrick. No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the Nokia Breeze Block. <laughs> no, it was called the Nokia... What was it? It used to... Unf- used to it was like a, a set of gl- a glasses case where you'd un fold it in Ooh, half. I don't remember the that. Nokia, and it had a keyboard at the bottom. I Did had it? one. Uh, and and a screen the... across, but it was a black and white screen. It was cool, and it used to get email on it. It was called the Nokia... Was this like the first Nokia smartphone? Put Nokia smartphone into your tablet. First Nokia smartphone. Go. Go, go, go. Right. Uh, Nokia 7650? No. Simeon, list of Nokia products, smartphone, hang on. Ah, la, 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 la. Yeah, don't do that. Do you want to know what's got more caffeine, tea or coffee? <clears throat> I think it's tea, isn't it? <laughs> That's what the experts say. Right, the Mobira Senator. Nope. Any of them up there? Can you see that lot? That's the list of Nokia products. Oh, what are you doing? What have you done there? I didn't do anything. The original series, 92. When it called the text phone. Ultra basic, basic, expression, active, classic, no, fashion. this is around 2002. Uh, 2002. Andy Sutton would know if Andy Sutton's listening. Nokia 8, other Up phones. Up Oh, I don't know. There's a big list. It's too much. It's too much. It's too much list for your little tiny thing. Yeah. <laughs> I should really type in my fingers. I think you should. Don't worry. Don't worry, because I'm getting bored now. So, right. um, <laughs> what we'll do is we'll do this piece on uh, whether you want to paint it black or red or blue. Yeah. So, two-thirds of Brits use colour to make everyday decisions. Did you know that? I didn't. Not so you told them. me. No, yeah. exactly. It seems that colour plays a more important part in the country's decision-making than ever thought before. As a poll published by today's highlights how different... Oh, I've got me grammar or inflections all in the wrong That's place. Right. Today highlights how different colour choices can affect our day-to-day lives. Almost two-thirds of us say that colour affects our decision-making, impacting how we behave and feel, while three-quarters of people say that the colour of a room affects their mood. I'll go with that. This is quite a dark room, isn't it? And yet my mood's not dark. Yeah, we should turn the lights on. Okay. The re- and you should put your pants on. Yeah. The research commissioned by laterooms.com found that most of us actively choose to take a short break in places that we perceive to be colourful to soak up vibrancy. Really? Places we'd love to go for a splash of colour include Amsterdam, Barcelona and the Caribbean. Caribbean. Yeah, man. And recent sporting events have made more co- added more colour to the map as well, from the vibrancy of Brazil and the World Cup to the freshness of the Yorkshire Dales during the Tour de France. The UK uh, wish list of colourful destinations is expanding. That's good. 
For our wardrobes, when do we get away? It seems we like to inject further colour into our breaks, with 25% saying their getaway gear is much more colourful than their normal everyday gear. I would go with that. Well, I'd say that, because you're wearing yeah. your... What are you wearing they're not, today? They're not my pants, by the way. They're just the bits that didn't get suntanned. Oh, right, OK. And 14% saying they would wear colours that they wouldn't normally wear at home to reflect their mood, uh, more relaxed mood. Yeah. But when it comes to our homes, we're more conservative with our colours. A third of us say we'd choose a classic white front door with a brighter 70% going for red and 15% blue. The UK's favourite colour was also revealed by the poll with nearly a third of people choosing blue and a similar number, 28%, saying it's the colour they believe to be the most soothing. Red topped the list of the most stimulating colours. Uh, that's why I'm wearing weird pants. Yep. With 42% of Brits saying it makes them feel energised and excited. More now with chromotherapist Pippa Merivale and latereams.com travel content editor Martin Sully <laughs> do you want me to keep going yeah talk about how colour affects us the impact that different colours have and how our selection of colourful getaways can influence our breaks 7FM. hello I'm Martin Solly and I'm the travel editor at latereams.com hi I'm Pippa Merivale and I'm a colour consultant chromotherapist Laterooms.com has found that 65% of us use colour to make everyday decisions. That's actually a lot of people, considering that it's just a, you know, a cross-section of the normal population. Um, and there is a kind of awareness, knowledge already in the population that colour affects our mood. It definitely affects our mood and people are already aware of it. In the, in the research, then, 73% actually said, yes, it affects my mood. Um... So, in the context of, for instance, going on a short break, the colour of the hotel room is going to be really significant, and also the colours that you choose to take away with you. Well, with the, uh, the research that we've seen, um, knowing that colour is so significant um, starts to explain a little bit about um, decisions people are making about their short breaks. Um, it can really, it, if it really affects your, your mood so much, then choosing the right hotel, uh, the right colour bedrooms um, is obviously an important factor, but also the colourful de- destinations as well that, that you choose to go to. Um, there's some places that are becoming really popular right now, the likes of Porto uh, in Portugal, such a, a colourful city. Um, you've got the orange rooftops, uh, the, bl- the blue and white tiling across all the buildings, um, the likes of, of Reykjavik as well in Iceland. Again, really sort of funky, uh, cool uh, and colourful destinations that, that people are choosing to, um, I should imagine, to inject a bit of uh, vibrancy into their short breaks and, and into their lives after that. You know, when we go on holiday, particularly if it's a kind of beach-centred holiday, there's something about the joy of, you know, taking off your normal... You, you leave behind your normal life when you go away. You, you take off your clothes, in, in the sense, you know, on the beach. So you're kind of getting back into childhood, which is a much more high-energy state of being than usually than we are when we're older. So we're much more receptive to bright colour, you know, and it's really fun that lots of places around the world are doing beach huts, for instance, and laterooms.com has a wonderful cross-section of hotels in colourful cities where also the colours of the rooms are are very nurturing. Uh, well, we're looking at... Um We've been doing this research into into how colour is, is affecting everyday decisions, and then looking at the destinations that we promote and the um, and the hotels that we're promoting as well, um, trying to match that so that, that people can really find the perfect break for them. I mean, we uh, we pride ourselves on having so much choice uh, of hotels uh, in so many different destinations. So, 
whatever kind of mood people are in or whatever they want to get out of, of their short break, they can pop onto laterooms.com um, if, if they want to take into account this, uh, this colour research uh, and start finding the right places, the right hotels uh, for them to visit to make sure that they get that, uh, that short break bob on for what they're looking for. We use it very much to surround ourselves with what it is that makes us feel good. You know, one person will feel really relaxed in a room that has, for example, deep Moroccan colours. Somebody else will find that much too stimulating and will want to go for pale blues and, and violets. You know, we're all psychologically so differently wired up. And we have an instinctive no knowledge of what works for us. We're drawn to the colours that our bodies know um, work well so there's um there's a lot to be said for really learning about color and what feeds you and what makes you feel good on a daily basis but if we can go back if you don't mind me going back to holidays a moment as well i think one of the reasons why color on a short break is so valuable is that actually color is an expression of light and light travels very fast and light speaks directly to the body and color speaks directly to the body so on a short break then you know you, you're in a much more relaxed frame of mind you leave behind your normal life and you can actually absorb literally you can absorb the color vibrations and feel much better just from two or three days away uh, from the uh, the research done by laterooms.com we found that the uk's favorite color is actually blue there's all sorts of reasons for that um there's a there's a quite deep conservatism about england you know we used to run the empire we thought we ran the world. We kind of did run the world for a very long time from this teeny little island of ours. Um, and, you know, we have phrases like true blue. True blue, which is kind of that, that really deep Tory, not politically Tory, but, but kind of conservative, liking things to feel safe, safe and stable and remain the same. That's one thing. But there's also um, the blue denotes a very reliable kind of personality, very dependable and that's, that's certainly, I think, um, an aspect of the English and quite peace-loving. You know, we're not like... Um, I, I remember years ago going on a Greek bus when I was quite young and I was absolutely terrified because the, these two guys were in such a fight with each other I thought the knives were about to come out and then they burst out laughing and threw their arms, arms around each other. That would never happen in England. You know, we, we were polite, were, were moderate, were mild, uh, just like our climate is moderate and mild. We don't have hurricanes and extremes, or at least we used not to. So, you know, blue very much um, reflects that. We've got, we've got some great um, colourful households, both in the UK and, and Europe. Um, one that immediately springs to mind is the Pantone Hotel in Brussels. Um, obviously, Pantone, um, if you, from the design world, you know, own colour. Um, so their hotel, um, every different room is a different Pantone colour with a different Pantone colour reference. Uh, and all of that um, helps explain the, the mood that, that you would uh, that you'd feel in each bedroom there. Um, also, the Citizen M hotels we have those in the UK, in London, Glasgow, um, also over in Amsterdam. Um, you can actually go into the bedrooms and, and change the lighting to a different colour in your room. So there, you're um, you, you're really personalising that room for you to give you the the colour experience that you're after. Music, news, and information for South Gloucester. Show me Seven FM. Well, that was interesting. I'd never know there was a coloured scientist person, whatever she was called now. Do you, so, do you think you... Do you dress differently on holiday? Yeah. I wear uh, a bikini. Yeah. And I make sure I do my bikini line as well. Do you think... When you go on holiday, do you go completely mad and do oh, stuff you wouldn't do at home? naked. No. Because I got into trouble 
a wing in the swimming pool. Did you? Yeah. Where, when was that? On holiday last week. Well, you stood on the side. Oh, you've nicked the joke. Because that's what Stuart I was doing off the top board. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's what Stuart did. Oh, I lined all that up. And I just ruined it. <laughs> Stuart did that. We actually said to him, he said, I need to go for a wee. He was about two, <laughs> two or go three. In the pool. To go in the pool. So he got out. <laughs> the next thing is, he stood on the side just weeing in the pool. And we're like, what are you doing? He said, we'll go in the pool. <laughs> no, I didn't do that. Oh, okay. Anyway, I definitely dressed more colourfully on holiday. Oh, you should do. I did. Okay. Show off that lovely tan I've got. You do look a bit like a Brazil nut. <laughs> or <laughs> walnut. A walnut. Absolutely. Your walnut wisp. Yes. Wardorf salad. Yeah, and that as well. <laughs> um, so, are you a fan of Jonathan Wass? Uh, I can take him in small doses. I can, I can he as well. He's a bit quite too, a lot. He does. Yeah, He's I a bit just, confident, isn't he? I have to make excuses. I have to, Jonathan, I'm, I've, got, I've really got to go out, mate. I'm sorry. Yeah. And that's lovely you pop in, but I, I've got to um, go in yeah, and right. do some it. shopping, yeah. So get on a bit, then. <laughs> <laughs> I'll put it down to the tiredness. I've done well, you've I You've done tell very you. well. Well, you've done way well. Well, very well. Well, Jonathan Wasp returns to BBC Radio 2. Jonathan Ross is to return to BBC Radio 2 for the first time in four years, sitting in for Steve Wright for four days while the DJ is on holiday. Uh, don't think I like that voice, so I'll change it. Ross Slate Slot comes six years after he calls the... No, I should do this because it's serious. <laughs> so there's nobody's missing Robin Williams when you're around. <clears throat> no, exactly. Ross's Slot comes six years after he caused a furore. Oh, yeah. With Russell Brand on the station by leaving lewd answer phone messages for actor Andrew Sachs. That mm. was just appalling. It was. He was suspended for three months, but then returned to the show for another 18 months before leaving the BBC. However, Sachs' wife has described his return as a slap in the face... It's highly inappropriate, and I think it's disgusting. Melody Sachs told the Daily Mail, Ross will sit in for right on his afternoon slot from the 26th to the 29th of August. A BBC spokesman said it would be a one-off stint, and that there would be no plans for him to return to the BBC permanently. So I heard or read somewhere that Andrew Sachs was apparently not as bothered as... Publicity Everyone else, because yeah, he think... did quite well out of it, because yeah. he apparently got offered some more work, and he was suddenly back in the public eye. Yeah. I don't know if that's true or not. But anyway... Basil, Basil, I speak English. I speak very good English. I learned yeah, it from, from a book. book. <laughs> classic. Classic indeed. Classic indeed, man. Well, we, we've lasted pretty much, and we've only got, whatever, about 18 minutes left. Yeah, we That's have not done well. Uh, who, who's back next week, then? Who, who, who's here, then? Just me and you again, I think. Is it? Yeah. Dream team. Absolutely. We, can... we got a bit more Basintel? We'll have a bit more Basintel fruit. Uh, oh, I reckon she's a bit fruity. She she thinks you're fruity. She's a bit fruity. For a, for a bloke. Yeah, all of her profile pictures are monkeys. Yeah, that's because that's what she looks like. <laughs> do her knuckles drag the ground? They do. She's an orangutan. She's got a red bottom. Uh, apparently she has. <laughs> have you seen any of those? <laughs> Did you? I don't know who it was who shared. I think it might have been Helen or I might have shared someone else's. The um, the the penguin jumping off the board. Well, I haven't seen much social Sorry? media. You had to, to have what? I haven't seen much social media recently, so okay. I'll have a look. So a penguin jumping off a ball. Oh, it's very funny. So this penguin, it's almost like comedic because it comes up and he, he basically looks at, looks over the edge of the water and goes, I ain't going in there. And then he goes back and then he goes up to the edge again, puts his feet over the side <laughs> and goes, nah, I ain't doing that. <laughs> Turns around and walks up, walks, walks onto the bouncing, the um, springy thing. Yeah. The diving board. Yeah. Goes to the edge, looks over and goes, nah. Walks back again and then he trips and falls <laughs> in. It's really funny. <laughs> it's on my profile page if anybody wants to go and have a look. Is it? I'll have a look at that then. Yeah, if you could, that'd be great. Okay. It's, uh, yeah, I didn't see that. Did you Did you like the um, the one that uh, I shared with my sisters? 
and there's a picture of a woman sat in a wine bar. She says, oh, sorry, webinar. <laughs> oh, I did see that. And yeah. I also said one this morning, you liked of a woman with some pants on her head. Oh, that's, um, yeah, that's my <laughs> friend's daughter, actually. She had, um, she was in hospital with, uh... What, and her pants that said that you no, removed from her head? No, 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 she... <laughs> She, uh, yeah, she was really ill, actually, last year. Really, really ill. Okay. And um, she's getting better, and they're gonna, she's going to do some selfie promotional things for the charity, I believe. Oh, what, a series of that funny was d- selfies? Yeah, so, what, so her mum said, what can I, um, what sort of selfies can I do? And her daughter, who was ill, said, oh, t- tyranny, uh, t- tyranny. God, I'm so rubbish with names. Um, she said, um, she came up and said, uh, pants on your head. Cool. And then she put, they are clean. <laughs> Afterwards, that's the sort of thing though. Is how these massive web trends start. It is, uh, like things like planking. Oh yes, wasn't that pathetic? Yeah, I didn't do that. No, I, well I couldn't. Good After life, the planking please. incident I had, the uh, anti-planking act of 1834. 18- oh look, there's um, some stats here from my web <laughs> my website. Oh yeah, okay, in there. that's good. Keep those separate. Oh, you look like you're getting ready for the news. Is that right? How do you, hey, you can... Well, funny enough, that's just come up on my phone. One man dies after some 30 people, including children, found in container at Tilbury Docks in Essex. Oh, my God, is this some breaking news you're just getting as a news feed? It is. That's a news flash. That's terrible. Blimey, is this people, immigrants or something? Is that... Is they trying to get in? I'm or? not not sort of going to preempt what it is. I just read what it said. Okay. Best not to. Yeah, just in case. Because it could not be that. Uh, indeed. Might not be even. Shall we do our news? There's some more news you could do. Okay. There's some bits here about um, the Tesco huddle and the robots. Do the robots one. That's good. The robots one. Thousand strong robot. What? Swarm throws shapes slowly. Yes. Okay, sounds interesting. Each of the identical robots is given a picture of the required shape and then they work together to make it happen. It takes up to 12 hours. This is the biggest throng of robots ever built. Is that the collective name? What, a throng? Yeah. Yeah, apparently. Inspired by biological examples like cells forming, organs or What did you say? Form inspired by biological examples. It sounds like you say something else. Really? Yeah. Biological examples. No, not that. But anyway, go back and listen. Um, all right. Forming organs or ants, building bridges. The work could help develop self-assembling tools and structures. Each robot is identical, and we give them all exactly the same program. Explained Dr. Michael Rubenstein. That's a great name, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Uh, the first author of the study, which is published in Science. The only thing you have to do is to make decisions. Sorry, they have to go on to make decisions. Is what their neighbours are doing. Robots are three centimetres across and cylindrical about the size of a sushi roll. Uh, that's really good. So they built 1,024 of them all together, same as the number of bytes in the kilobyte. Mm-hmm. And each kilobot shuffles on three straight spindly legs, chosen because they are cheaper than wheels. That's good. The robots arena is a large wooden square about the size of a tournament snooker table, complete with edges to stop them waddling off the edge. There you go. That's quite cool, isn't it? Mm. That's scary. Well, it's not scary. Because computers don't, can't think, can they, like we can? Not, not... Apart from that thinking one that I built, yeah, uh, called a Rambot. It's um, <laughs> Rambot. Oh no, that's not that. That's something else. It's a fat bot. Um, you, c- but <laughs> a robot could. Ooh! No, that's what she said herself. She didn't call herself I a fat bot. No, I don't think she has a fat bot. Telling fat bot. Telling tell tell. Oh, and I see. Fat bot. <laughs> not Helen. Fat I can't believe you said that. Because oh, we sound so alike. You're going to edit that, so you reverse it. I am. Of course, I am. Oh dear. <laughs> <laughs> of course I am, of course oh, I am. Poor Helen, yeah. with a sexy laugh. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Smoker's laugh. <laughs> so I think it's time for another song. Oh. And I think we're going to play a bit of Terence Trent Darby. And this was one of the... Uh, can I guess it? Well, you can guess it, yeah. Well, Some from of the, the better intro. your heart. Yeah, it's put a sealer... No, put a something... Put a... Drop wire? Get ready. <laughs> 
picket fence. Uh, the picket fence around your heart. Mary Farrell. Oh, yeah. Come on, what is it? Uh, sign your name around my heart. In Just your sign legs, your name. On your cast. Yeah, that's exactly. Dot com. On your forehead. This is it, Terence Trends.
are back on the Seven Ball Breakfast Show with a nice bit of Lonely Bull as a music bed in background. Oh, yeah. And so I got the Terence Trent Derby song hopelessly wrong. No, you didn't. You said sign your name. I thought it was a fence or something. You said sign your name around your heart. I thought it was put a fence around your heart or something. But no, no, it wasn't. It was close enough. My legs are cold. Yeah, it is a bit nippy. Put your trousers on then. <laughs> I should, really. I should. <laughs> it's that type of show, though, isn't it, really? It's like that. that. So, uh, it's good to have you back, Paul. It's Thank you very much. It's good to be back. It was nice seeing Barry, though. No, it wasn't. It was. It was lovely. Well, I didn't see him. I did. That's we kissed you, and cuddled. That's and not what you said in the text you sent me. No, I did. It was the first show. No, it was great. It was Thank nice. God he, Thank God he's gone. I didn't say that. <laughs> I did, I'd never say that. <laughs> you said it to me. You said, I hate him. <laughs> and that Mandy, because Mandy said, oh, I was lovely seeing you, Barry. I think Mandy even dissed you a little bit, which is quite funny. Are you going to listen again now I'm back? <clears throat> I would. And, um see what was said and see whether I need to take legal action. I don't think you do. All right. I don't think you need to take legal action. So, I think it's time we do the news. Um, The latest developments in the police investigation into child sex abuse allegation against a veteran singer, Sir Cliff Richard, which he denies, dominates the papers today. The Daily Express leads with Sir Cliff Richard's story saying that the detectives investigating a child sex allegation against the veteran singer are following up new leads after calls to police. Sir Cliff denies the allegation. The Daily Telegraph says police defended their handling of the case as new potential witnesses came forward. It says that South Yorkshire police admitted it had worked with the BBC over a search by detectives of the singer's home in Berkshire. The Sun says police revealed they have been contacted by police people with information after Sir Cliff was accused of sexually assaulting a boy. It followed a high-profile swoop on the pop star's home, the paper continues. In a similar line to the other papers on the Sir Cliff story, the Daily Star says police say several people have come forward with more information. The pop legend was preparing in, to return in the UK, sorry, was preparing to return to the UK from Portugal to be quizzed by detectives in ads. The Guardian shares its front page between the horsemeat scandal and the crisis in Ukraine, the paper says the government has been criticised for not doing enough over food safety after an official report into the scandal was reported, reportedly delayed. And the Independent reports that private prosecutions are on the increase as police budget cuts and pressures on the justice system force hundreds of Britons to fund their own criminal actions. There is also a picture of a woman standing over a sick husband in Liberia amid the Ebola crisis. The Daily Mail speaks to the wife of an academic who was savagely beaten by mass robbers when he opened the door of their home in south-west London. The paper says she gave a harrowing account of the ordeal. And the Daily Mirror reports that the Islamic State terrorists are believed to be hacking into the bank accounts of British celebrities to fund their deadly campaign. The Times says the US is preparing to launch bombing raids around Baghdad to protect Iraq's fledgling leadership from Islamic militants amid signs of a growing coordinated global effort to tackle the crisis. In contrast, the front page also features the pictures of a music fan at the V Festival in Essex. And the Financial Times says Moscow's standoff with Kiev intensified dramatically after the Ukrainian government said it had blown up a Russian military convoy inside its territory, sparking a flurry of diplomatic activity to try to defuse the deepening crisis. Indeed. And that is today's papers on Saturday the 16th of August. 9.54. Exactly a.m. It's a Saturday. There you go. Well, we made it, pretty much, didn't we? No. Didn't we? Nope. Not at all. It was a joke. Was this a... Ruined it. Rehearsal? No. <laughs> Let's do it again. Right. Oh. <laughs> no, I'm joking. <laughs> oh, I thought I was talking about the whole show, not the news. Oh, I, th- oh, I see. Sorry. Yeah, 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 yeah. No. <laughs> what, what are you doing today, then? What am I doing today? Going to yeah. have to fix the, uh, the, the stream. Fix the stream. 
Yeah, so what happened is the ducks have abused the stream and all the water came out. The, the duck pond um, emptied what itself. Happens. That's what happens. You know where you've gone wrong. There isn't. You haven't put a sign up for them that says don't abuse no the stream. No dabbling. No dabbling. Is that a duck word? Yeah. That's what they do. They, they, you watch their head. They vibrate very, very fast. Really? Very, very fast. Like, <laughs> and they, when, they drill like this. Is that when you put new batteries in them? No. What they do is they suck up all the water with rubbish in it. And right. then through their teeth, they spit it back out, and they've got little... Um, Hang on, have they got teeth? Well, they're not teeth as such, they're ducks, they're bills. <laughs> but through the side of their bills, they've got these um, hairs, and the hairs catch all the rubbish, and oh, they swallow word. it. That's amazing, I well, didn't know I that. Know. I know everything like that. Uh, dabbling means to play and splash in or as if in water, especially with the hands, apparently. Mm. Okay, is that, yeah. that right? <laughs> uh, uh, this is especially for you. Oh, no, not the old... I hope Begita's not listening. She loves this. Veronica does. I've converted her. To what? Islam? No. <laughs> to... <laughs> Mathar. <laughs> Matar. Who? Matar? Matar Music Bed. I've written... Oh. <laughs> That's what it's called. Matar? Could, you call me that. Would you call me fat what? <laughs> oh, no, this is... It's just... A bit twangy. Do you I, you need to learn this. On the guitar. We've got a sitar setting on the clavinova. Have you? I'll try and do a 7FM sitar jingle. If you could, that'd be great. Okay, well, I think we should go out with a tune. Really? I think we should. I've got a bit of a coffee cough, actually, at the moment. Yeah, I thought you had. Got a tickly so, one. Yeah, it is. So what we'll do is we'll go out with this one. It's ZHU and Faded. Currently, what, it's currently in the charts. What, what number? What number in the charts? Yeah, yeah. Number seven. Oi! So, I don't know what it's like, not played it, so it better be good. Don't <laughs> there's no swearing in it, and effing and jeffing. <laughs> but I'd just like to say, I've actually enjoyed today. Thank you. It's nice to be back, and it I'm is. glad I survived. I'm a bit tired, but, you know. So, we might not be here next week, or we might be. I don't know what's going on. Oh, oh. hang on. I might be away. Oh. I know. Well, I would have rearranged my holiday then. I might go away for another week. Okay. Do you want well, me to do it in your absence? Yeah, on your own. Yeah, that'd be okay. Good. That's fine. Okay, so, um, we may or may not be here next week, but if we're not, it's... Okay. See you. See you soon. <coughs> yeah, see you soon. Miss you. Love you. Yeah. This is ZHU and Faded. Have a good Saturday. Indeed, do it.
Blaster and around the world at 7fm.com.